0: Like a lot of millennial gamers, I grew up on addictive side-scrolling games like Super Mario Brothers and Sonic the Hedgehog. These titles with their beep-boop music and pixelated sprite graphics were simple out of necessity. The processors responsible for turning ones and zeros into hours of entertainment on the Nintendo Entertainment System or the Sega Genesis are downright archaic by today's standards. Today, In an era where virtual reality and real-time ray tracing are pushing the boundaries of what photorealistic graphics can be in a video game, there has been a parallel movement in video games that has been rejuvenating the 8 and 16-bit stylings that were inescapable two decades ago. Tom Bennett of the Birmingham Press noted in 2014 that independent game developers are usually lacking the extensive resources of the major development studios, with A byproduct of these imposed limitations has been a resurgence in pixel art, later adding that these developers are choosing to use old-school pixel graphics as an artistic statement. However, in a 2011 game by Freebird Games called To The Moon, creator Can Gao was forced into this style, and that allowed him to create a game that subverts what a role-playing game can be. From meaning what in It's No Sam Studios, You're listening to Play Up, a monthly exploration of powerful storytelling in video games. I'm your host, Christopher Scott McNeil. Much in the way that the original Pac-Man could not escape its design limitations, Gal was faced with a similar issue when developing To The Moon. Unlike other indie games that Simply borrow aesthetics from older technologies like Stardew Valley or Shovel Knight, Gao developed his title in a program called RPG Maker.
1: RPG Maker XP! The essential game authoring tool for creating exciting original RPGs without programming knowledge. In
0: 2015, Havens Philip Aldous wrote that one of the things that makes the success of To the Moon so impressive is that it wasn't the work of a big team of developers. Instead, it was created using possibly the most basic and limited of game-making tools, the much-maligned RPG Maker, an engine that has become synonymous with lazy, cash-grab titles. Aldous cites a major selling point of RPG Maker. It's marketed as simple enough for a child, powerful enough for a developer and that a lot of people believe that RPG Maker is just a tool for lazy developers to rely on the same old cliches. In an interview with Tristan Donovan for Eurogamer, Gao said, I've always loved video games and the delivery of interactive stories in games, but I don't think I thought I could do something like this. I just tried to turn a story I was writing into an interactive and audio experience. At the time, I thought I'd be lucky if there was a tool that could help me make interactive text adventures. Ultimately, it is the simplicity offered by RPG Maker that allowed Gao to truly realize a story that he desperately wanted to tell. By crafting To The Moon within the confines of the RPG Maker engine, Gao could not innovate in ways that other games with unique combat systems or visuals like Cuphead or Ghost of Tsushima have. Instead, such limitations allowed him to subvert some concepts of storytelling in video games while also honing the telling of a very human story of regret. At the 2012 Casual Connect conference in Seattle, Gao presented his philosophy of human storytelling by saying,
1: um, Stories in its basis is just a sequence of events told uh, through a narrative. But at the core, it's a form of communication. And it's one of the very special forms of communication in such that it's very unique in what it does. And that is, in, uh, Whereas most forms of communication uh, transfers data and information, storytelling can transfer a mental state and an emotional state as well. You can share what joys you felt uh, during extraordinary parts of your life, or uh, the feeling of longing, loss, or you can just be an asshole like me and make people feel depressed for no reason. So, To the,
0: so the Moon has players help Johnny Wiles realize his dream of going, you guessed it, to the moon. The only issue is that Johnny is on his deathbed, and is filled with regret for being unable to physically obtain this goal, among other things. Regret is a central point of the game, and Gao often cites his grandfather's brush with death as the inspiration for To the Moon's highly acclaimed story. In a 2012 interview with Katarina Tillmans, a researcher, designer, and lecturer for Interactive Media at Cologne Game Lab, Galsa.
1: I would say well, it, was, it was actually started um, when my grandfather had an episode of you know, heart conditions a few years back. So I kind of thought, you know, because that was my first exposure almost to that, like nearby death of the family. Um, so when that happened, I kind of just had all these thoughts about, you know, when that one day I'm about to die, if I would regret anything in my life so essentially that's where everything stemmed from and then as time went on it um, it kind of soaked up a lot of the other events in my life back then I mean,
0: it's... gal explores the idea of regret through temporal distortion the player experiences johnny's life in reverse through several different realities to the moon begins with johnny on his deathbed and two playable characters dr eva rosaline and dr neil watts are tasked with creating artificial memories to help johnny achieve a facsimile of his dream They work slowly through Johnny's life, observing important bits and pieces of his memories without the context of why they are important. As they witness his life unfold in reverse, the player and the characters they control are constantly met with just as many questions as answers. The piecemeal way in which the player experiences Johnny's real life and his imagined altered life is juxtaposed against the singular existences of Dr. Rosaline and Dr. Watts, Providing the player with a very dynamic and very human story that explores our complicated relationships with each other, the world, and ourselves. Games made in RPG Maker often feature a key element that breaks up the story. Turn-based combat. While some have tried to innovate on this concept. Turn-based combat has been a staple of RPGs since before the digital age, with Dungeons and Dragons being a prime example. To the Moon meets this expectation early on with an encounter against a squirrel. As Dr. Watts, I was faced with several menu-based options for handling the beast, like attacking it with a shoe, before I was stopped by a couple of kids who threatened to tattle on me for animal abuse. In response, Dr. Watts asked, Don't you like role-playing? and then health bars and turn orders were never seen again. To the Moon continually plays these types of games with the player, much like the novels Pale Fire by Vladimir Novikov or Erasure by Percival Everett. Through combinations of pastiche and metafiction, Gao finds ways of removing the fourth wall, intentionally disrupting the narrative dream, and reminding the player that they're just playing a video game. These moments of light-hearted fun break up the surreal and sometimes dire mission that Dr. Rotz and Dr. Rosaline and the player find themselves on, but at the same time, they serve a deeper function. They make the lowest moments of the game's story even stronger by contrast. Gao faced some criticism for the linear visual novel style of To the Moon,
1: but he summed up his decision on his YouTube channel by saying, I, I understand, um, you know, you cannot please everybody. You know, and I think when you, if you try, um, often, oftentimes what you end up is something average with no vision. So I'm not going to do that.
0: Gal's vision paid worry. off. To the Moon was the first commercial release for his game studio, and it won the Best Story Award at GameSpot's 2011 Game of the Year Awards, beating out giants like Portal 2. The editorial staff summed up their decision by saying, No amount of modern technology can improve on the art of storytelling. If you want to experience To the Moon for yourself, it is available from Freebird Games on the Nintendo Switch, iOS, Android, Steam, and more. Next month, I'll be looking at Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, a game that uses the immersive experience of video games to explore psychosis. If you have a game you'd like to see covered on PlayUp, Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Meaning What Pod or via email at Meaning What Pod at Gmail.com. Play up. Is a product of It's No Sam Studios and was produced by me, Christopher Scott McNeil, with additional production provided by Mason Hirschnell and Sean Aang. PlayUp's theme music is Copy Loop by Mason Hirschnell. Snow Sam Studios. Well, actually... Did I stutter?